Hello, hello, welcome back ladies and gentlemen to the Inspo Depot Podcast brought to you by Insporium Network. I'm Riz, I'll be your host and please enjoy this episode. Okay, good morning everyone. Uh, welcome back to another episode of the Inspo Depot Podcast. For the next several episodes, we are going to talk about everything involving the creative scene, everything in the industry and what the experiences that we can take from our guests. So today, we have... One of the most, not most, but like quite uprising content creator out there. He's also a, a talent that does commercial projects with brands and all that stuff. And most of the time, I think you all might have seen him. He was, he's like flipping around all the time <laughs> yes, <laughs> on, yes, on, on social media. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome... Mr. Eric Lofstad. Hello everyone, my name's Eric. Uh, like Hazik said, I guess I'm a content creator, talent. Uh, I do martial arts a little bit. Mm-hmm. And aspiring actor, mm. to be, to be. <laughs> yeah, like, I think you you were a wushu? You were in wushu back in school, was it? Or? Yeah, yeah. I did wushu since I was eight years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, might be a bit contradictory to my looks, but yes, I, am, I was in wushu for at least a decade. And ever since that, it's been kind of like my foundation in my things. It became flipping afterwards, like tricking the things you see online, <laughs> my flips, my backflips and stuff. And yeah, inside me, there's this Kung Fu kid, you know. Are you, are you uh, mixed Chinese or anything? Or? Yeah. You uh, are. So okay. I'm like, I'm half Chinese and I'm half Swedish. Mm. Yeah, but I'm totally Malaysian. So look at me, I'm Malaysian, okay. <laughs> Yeah, okay. So for this particular episode, we are going to talk about like, you both of us, we mm-hmm. are dropouts. Yes, in we fa- are. In <laughs> fact, we both dropped out from the same university, Sunway <laughs> Uni. I'm sorry we didn't continue and finish it there, but... Sorry, Sunway. Uh, but you did us good. Yeah, we turned out to be great people. Yeah. <laughs> I hope. Yeah, well, we'll know later. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll know later. Uh, well, Eric did... Uh, diploma in performing, performing arts. arts, right? And yes. I was a dropout from a degree in international business. Mm-hmm. Um, we both, I think, okay, I can only speak for myself, but I left school because I found out that not that it's not suitable for me or anything, but I felt like there was more for me out there instead of school. Because mm-hmm. I felt like being out there doing what we do mm-hmm. has been more fulfilling compared being inside of the class yes but was it the same for you as well for me i would agree it's almost the same um because for me i went through actually the irony is um i have six semesters in my course right just be the last one being like the internship so i went through actually five semesters um i didn't finish the fifth but then after that in the middle of it i kind of dropped out and a lot of people were kind of like oh my god why didn't you just finish it or something like that you're almost there anyways yeah yeah but the thing is like what people didn't know was like Ever since semester three, I kind of got into the industry already. I started, you know, I made videos for Sunway Lagoon, Correct. right? And during that time, and I was working with Sunway a lot and actually working with them at, for actual projects, they actually, Sunway helped me a lot. Sunway was like my first step into the industry, I'd say. And they really showed me like what the industry is like, at least for the start. Lah. So I did quite a few like free projects for them at the start and slowly they got me connected to better networks, I'd say. And I was actually working. I knew what rates were. I knew how to actually make proper videos and stuff. And it started from Sam3. And the problem was I should have dropped up by then because work was just haywire Stack, yeah, bro, yeah. and everything study was just around here. I, I really had 
to put so much effort in work, but I was like, who wants to drop out of uni, right? I was like, if I'm in uni already, I might as well just get the diploma and Correct. then ciao. At least I can say I kind of finished uni. Yeah, at least you have something to fall back to lah. Yeah, That's yeah. what people think, right? Yeah. That's what people think, exactly. And I mean, might not be exactly the same for a performing arts student, I guess, but I still wanted a diploma. But then when semester four hit, I kind of like, ah, oh, this really isn't something working not out. Really, yeah, something yes. not right. But then the last semester was theater and I really like theater. So I was like, it's okay. This is something I will commit to, I will do it. But then what I realized is the amount of effort needed. And it's like, you know what, things aren't efficient. Like when you put so much effort into something and the things you learn or you get back just isn't on par with what you expect it to be per se. Mm -hmm. I felt that a lot, especially starting from semester three. And the industry itself was just teaching me so much more. And even in theater, the Correct. irony, right? As they were teaching me theater and I learned more outside. outside. And I just couldn't. So on semester five, I dropped out. I went full time just doing my content creation. I made videos, Sunway. And slowly I'm here. And nowadays, I guess you guys see me doing TikToks, but hopefully you guys know the other <laughs> things I do too. <laughs> well, okay. You start off making videos and um, content basically, but was there any reason or where did the passion to performing, being in front of the camera came about? I feel for me, um, performing has always been something that was kind of like in me, but I've never known how to say. I was a performer, but I didn't know what my performance was. Mm. So it started with Wushu. I kind of got the sense of, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm built to perform. Like when I get on stage and like compete, la, it's a competition, yep. but Wushu is kind of like a performance, right? We do our like whole routine, it's a minute plus, and you're supposed to make the best performance out of it. And of course, it's a discipline, la, it's a sport. But from there, I kind of learned that I'm supposed to perform, but what? And in terms of like hosting and stuff like that, I never knew even if I was supposed to like dive into that, but Wushu gave me a stepping stone into it. But slowly as I grew up, I made videos for fun. La. You know when you're young and you want to make dumb videos at home and stuff like that. I made a lot of it. I'm not going to show it. <laughs> it's all privated already, but I used to make a lot of these like Ryan Higa inspired videos, mm. like YouTube inspired all videos. All these sketches, la, basically. Sketches, yeah. um, Vlogs. Oh, I did a lot of vlogs. Mm -hmm. Super cringy, gotta admit. Well, uh, it always starts that way, right? <laughs> it, it always starts somewhere. And um, I found love for creating, telling stories in general. And I found love in making the video and also being in front of it, mm -hmm. which since young was a little bit of a dilemma because you know, like, if you want to make the video, supposedly you shouldn't be in the video or, or vice versa. Yeah. But but the best part about creating content is like you get to direct and you get to be your own actor. Mm -hmm. So I guess I slowly understood this when I grew up and up until I came to Sunway, I had my little breakthrough. Um, is it okay if I share this now actually? Cause, yeah, um, yeah, go ahead. So when I came to Kuala Lumpur, it was when I was 17. And the funny story was um, I came to Sunway University. I came from a normal school in uh, Malacca. Mm -hmm. And then my first reaction coming to Sunway University, right, it was like, oh my God, this school is amazing. I mean, at least to my perspective at the moment, I was like, wow, Sunway is really, wow. My school does not have an This elevator. is not paid by Sunway. Not paid by Sunway. But, but, <laughs> this, don't, don't it goes on. this is just the start of the story. Okay? Yeah, but okay. Sunway, you have a great school, okay? <laughs> but university, sorry. So. Um, I was amazed by it and I was like, wow, I was just flabbergasted 100%. And um, during my orientation, uh, <laughs> during my orientation, I went to one of it and I went to a mama to meet one of my Malacca friends. Mm. The only one I knew back then when I was like, uh, the only friend I had in KL that was from Malacca. La. And I was like, telling him all about Sangwe, like, oh my God, Sangwe is so cool. Like, I really like that, I really like that. Did you see the theater room? Did you see that? Do I know stuff? this guy? 
Lenin, no, his no? name is Gimi, but you oh, um, you okay, know about okay, him okay. later, lah. But Lennon is a big part of it too. Yeah. But so I talked to Gimi about it, and then he was like, he got so annoyed by me commenting on this, and he was like, you know what, dude? Why not just make one of those videos you do in Malacca, but do mm-hmm. it about Sunway? And I was like. That's perfect. Yeah, let's do that right now. And I remember quite clearly, it was around 12 p.m. I had at least two more orientation thingies after that. And uh, sorry, Sunway, I didn't go to it. <laughs> I skipped the orientation and I was like, no way, this video is way more important. Yeah. And I was 100% right because I'll, I'll get onto it. So I spent two hours. I went around Sunway University. If you guys know, the video is called first uh, college student first time in university or something like that. Yes. <laughs> So just to summarize, right, this video is just basically me kind of like fooling around in university and just being amazed by the uni in general. And I just made it like a comedy skit per se. La. Agreed? <laughs> okay. And to my surprise, before this, I've never gotten a video that had more than like, for example, 10K views. And mm. that is a crazy amount, by the way, in my mind, like 10K is just, whoa, mm. what that's like more than a school, right? <laughs> um, but what happened was this video blew up until it had about 300, 400K views. And and honestly, it changed my life at that instant. Mm-hmm. Because firstly, like it gave me an impression of what the internet can do. I understood how the internet worked a little bit more. And by the next day, from a nobody, uh, can I say so high? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Like a Sohai that just came to school, don't know about school and all that stuff, right? Suddenly people actually recognize me as that, hey, you're that wow guy, is it? Eh, mm. you, <laughs> you laughing, huh? you one of those, is it? <laughs> but yeah, so that happened. And well, I never realized the impact of this video in my life until Sunway reached out to me. Because mm. they shared, both the college and uni shared my video and I was like, no way, this is, they, they saw me already. Damn, this is my first impression in Sunway University. What is this, right? But to my surprise, they wanted to work with me and they said they liked the video hmm. and can you do something of similar type but use our mascots in it. So that was my first breakthrough. I was like, some university wants to make a video with me. Mm-hmm. And since then, I kind of like, with all my inner theater skills that I used to have, I tried to make up a- What do you mean used to have? You still have it. I, oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but like, yeah, okay, yeah, you're right, you're right. But yeah, so I used all my skills that I had, all that, I tried to put everything in one video and I made them like this uh, fun little mascot video for them. I mm. did it totally for free. I mean, of course, it's of course. exposure. You got, I mean, to every creative out there, you probably know, you got to start somehow with exposure, right? There's of, of course a fine line to that, but you yeah. have to start somewhere. And slowly through that, I, got, I was able to put performance into it. I was able to slowly kind of like build a relationship with them, make videos. And even through that, they even gave me a chance to uh, perform the greatest show yep. for some yep. group, and that was that was a big one. That was, that was a really a big one. Big one. Like to be even able to say that, like I directed like the greatest show for some group is just I would never imagine that to happen. And it just started with like one show that I did mm-hmm. in uni, and I think it's crazy. And it started off as a. Flash mob, didn't it? Yes, right? yes, because uh, because of my theater and like act uh, theater drama based, right? Like we used to do like these theater f- uh, theater themed like flash mobs in Malacca, mm-hmm. and then like I was a really really big fan of uh, the Greatest Show, Zac Efron, uh, Hugh Jackman, everything. I love their acting and stuff, and I love musicals. So I decided to do like this uh, musical together with my course because I was in performing arts and I'm super happy because most, most of them were really excited to be part of this and we did this together as a course. We, I even like called it DPA 17, The Greatest Show because mm. that was our like course uh, 
name yeah. whatever that's called right the batch name yeah I mean and after when that happened I directed it together with uh, two of my dancer friends in the course I shot uh, I called some friends to help me shoot the video edited it and posted it out and stuff like that and even that itself through theater and video it helped me out so much I thought it would help me out more in the video scene because I wanted to make videos mm. but they reached out to me to make this show again and I was like I'm doing it 100% yep. I'm gonna do it who wouldn't right mm. I guess yeah. sometimes like all these dreams that you have can, we have mm-hmm. it, we want it in a certain way and then when we do it it just comes in in another another package that we yeah. didn't realize that we want that yeah. instead yeah okay. like like me i wanted okay be honest but my previous company right, i wanted it's called 10 points out i think i'm sure some of you all know that right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we wanted to do travel stuff and in the end we were well known for doing events and stuff yeah so it, it, it just it just comes in in a way that you it's unexpected mm-hmm. and somehow you just learn to love it instead mm-hmm. yeah but all of these experiences that you have and all of these um, jobs gigs and collaborations with all these big brands right have you ever regretted dropping out no I regretted not dropping out earlier mm. yeah is there a reason why like do you do you think that oh I think school was a waste of time or it's not for you well first I want to clarify that I did, I did not think university was a waste of time at all. Um, I, there's a debate between the amount of things I learned in the course. Yeah, that maybe I have some things to say about it. Like maybe I didn't get enough of the things I wanted to learn because I went in wanting to learn performing arts and honestly, it was quite kind of surface level. I think Sunway can agree, like it was an introductory <laughs> course. La. I mean, that's just honest, right? But um, on that sense, yeah, that was kind of like for me a little bit disappointing but in terms of the for example opportunities just going to uni gets you the friendships you make the experience there itself honestly i think it's well worth the uh, course amount la. like in my opinion i mean it's a large amount of money but from what you can actually get in your life in these for example two three years just in a diploma if you do it well and you use your how to say knowledge well enough i really think it's a reinvestment and it's way bigger than the initial cost um i want to share a story about my first lecturer and he actually helped me kind of shape how i approached everything in terms of my course and up until now my work right so my lecturer is uh, this guy called sanjit randawa if you're there shout out i guess <laughs> so this guy was my uh, lecturer for film and he was the first lecturer we met ever so first day I don't know anybody I get into this film studio um, there was a green screen beside me I love the place we sat like with random people and I was so excited right first day so this guy comes in and he's like so mean he looks like he just doesn't want to give a shit about anything but it just looked like that lah, right so I was like okay everyone's kind of like yeah. everyone's kind of scared a little bit right so he comes in there's a moment of silence a little bit of like like, ooh, what's gonna happen, right? And the first thing he says is, congratulations, you all made the wrong choice. Mm-hmm. And then we were all like, wait, 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 what will happen? And then I couldn't talk to anyone because yeah. I didn't really <laughs> you know, don't anyone, know anyone, right? Yeah. And I was yeah. like, wait, wait, I just spent a lot of money in this course, I cannot, yeah. uh, what do you say? Uh? But, but then he gave context. La. So basically, I'll paraphrase this because I don't remember exactly what he said, but the context is, um, no matter what you guys learn here, no matter how many distinctions go A, no matter how good you go through this um, diploma in performing arts, nothing will matter unless you take this education, all these things you've learned in this into the real world. You can 
get a distinction. You can really ace everything here. But if you just keep it within the school and don't show it or create something to the world, nothing will matter. Mm. And the real world really does matter more. So you have to take what you learn here and bring it out there. Mm. And right that instant when he said it, I really just locked that down into my mind. Like, okay, whatever I learn here, whatever opportunities I get, I will just push it out to whatever I can create. Lah. And Sanjit, you really helped me a lot. Like he really just made wherever me you are. Yeah, wherever you are. And <laughs> yeah, I those it just helped me so much. And it to the irony, right? Um most I would I would have to say that a lot of the students didn't really, really do this, which was also a reason why I had to drop out very fast. I should have dropped out semester three, but it's okay. I still learned a lot of lessons going through. I feel whatever happens in life really it just molds you to something else. So Correct. I really don't regret the decision of dropping out late. But yeah, I feel like if I could tell someone to do something or learn something, it's really from what Sanjit said. So whatever you learn in school, it would never matter until you put it into the real world. That's where it matters. Hmm. Yeah, and it really just helped me so much, man. Molded me until today. Your friends, by now I'm pretty sure they are done with diploma. Mm-hmm. Have you uh, seen them in the industry? Have you met up with them again? Have mm-hmm. them? Ha- uh, did they actually use what they learn and mm. your peers? Well, some of them, yes. I have some friends, um, like Maddie, if you're there. Um, she's a makeup artist right now. Uh, I have um, a few friends that are like getting into like script writing. Um, okay. There's one that wants to be a director in Hong Kong, and okay. if he gets to do that, I'll be so proud of him too. There's people that are trying to be like uh, actors and talents too, and I mean that's a performance. And that's art. good, yeah, because at least they finish and mm-hmm. they actually applied it, like what mm-hmm. you said. Yes. And then again, right, okay, right now I think there is a lot of there are a lot of people that want to pursue their mm. interests, like how you pursue uh, acting and content creation. I pursue filmmaking, mm-hmm. and there's so many people I'm sure that has they are in the same position as we are, and they are also contemplating whether or not they should drop out or not. Right, mm-hmm. I'm sure tons of them. Besides yeah. the uh, the Asian parenting stuff, <laughs> that yeah. one aside, yeah, yeah. if let's say their parents allow that to happen, mm-hmm. what do you think that they should prepare for before putting all of their eggs into this thing called passion? This thing called passion, right? Wow. Okay. What should they prepare before diving into this, right? Wait, wait, wait. Uh, is the mic too far from you? Is it fine? Good. All right. Okay. I feel like, firstly, this really will depend on the situation of like your life at the moment too because some people might be more able to dive into something and for example if they fail they're still okay with it because for example maybe financially they can support Mm -hmm. it or they have another option for example and stuff like that but for me if you were to prepare and to dive into a passion for example me was content creation and acting all these things i really feel like you when you really get into it you should really just commit to it as a job a real thing i mean there's a real debate between like putting passion as a job and a job at a pa- and a job as a passion but i feel like there's always a way for you to balance this properly if you do it well and the biggest problem i see when it comes to like content creators generally right is that um, when they get in until some point where they're kind of comfortable, they will kind of, how to say, they just think they're there and ego will come in and they're kind of like, it's okay lah, I'm an influencer and I can stop I mean, here. creatives are the most egoistic That's true. That's, people that's the fact in the too. planet. Yeah, for some but, reason, right? but the thing is like, people can't be like that. That's when shit goes haywire. When, when you think you're like above other people, when you honestly, by the truth, you aren't, you're going to fail. Kau kau. Mm. Like, no cap. <laughs> that, that's, that's just going to happen. And, to prepare, I feel firstly you really need to fully understand what you're getting into. Because, for example, 
it is proven that most of the Gen Z population right now wants to be an influencer, mm -hmm. a YouTuber. And I, I get it. Who doesn't want to be a YouTuber? You get to make any video you want and you get to live a life doing what you want. Doing what you love. Right. Yeah. But the problem is everyone just sees it as a surface level. For example, Mr. Beast, right? You first watch Mr. Beast. Holy hell, this guy is... I can curse on all that. Yeah, go, go, go. <laughs> so holy hell, like Mr. Beast, he makes videos, he's giving away 100,000, he gave away a million bucks in one video, he bought a house for someone. I want to do that too. But are you able to actually put in that amount of commitment that he did prior mm -hmm. to becoming this? Not a lot of people, not a lot of people can do this. And that's a fact. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of like discipline that comes in. There's a lot of a proactiveness that you kind of have to just make sure you have when you Correct. become a creative. Like when you're, when you're a content creator, unless you're kind of handled by a company that makes you do things, you gotta push yourself, man. And that's the biggest problem. People mm -hmm. don't. And, yeah. and people just like, that's where the slacking off comes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's right. when the quality just stops there and you won't succeed. People just stop there and they don't push themselves and they don't take it as like a proper, proper job. If you really want your career, especially if it's like a creative career to succeed, you gotta put in the effort, man. You gotta put in your creative juices and a lot, a lot of persistence and effort and make sure you make sure you reach somewhere. Set proper goals. Set proper goals, hit it and then keep going. But don't take it as like I'm an influencer. Like, I just want posting. I can get money and stuff <laughs> like that. Because that's not it, man. That's not it. There's so many people that do that. I feel like, oh. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot that goes into it. Like. But how mm. do you keep yourself accountable though? How do I keep myself accountable? Hmm. I mean, well, besides the deadlines or your clients giving you <laughs> shit, right? Besides all that, I, well, yeah. well, that's a good way to keep yourself accountable. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I mean, actually using that, right? So for example, how clients give you deadlines and then you'll be accountable. I feel one of the best ways is actually you put your own deadlines to Yeah, your but then when you put your own deadline, mm -hmm. you're like, when you reach it, I'm like, eh, never mind, just give myself another yeah, day. I can yeah. do it later, you know? That's true, that's true. That's why, that's why also it's very hard to like be in this industry. You gotta be so like, you gotta have self-discipline. This is yeah. like, when, you're, when you get into this, you'll feel why it's hard. It's really like, you gotta battle with yourself every day, man. Yes. But, like you have to somehow just find a way to self-discipline yourself and tell yourself that no matter what I have to get this thing done because because this is my end goal like everyone has an end goal like if, even for the for the normal people that for example want to get degrees and stuff like that you want to get a degree you want to get a degree for a job or and then you want to earn money for for example to get a house maybe you need to think of your content creation career or your creative career as something like this but set these things and you need to make it feel like it's properly like your life goal per se. Your your degree should be, for example, maybe um, creating a specific YouTube video or reaching a certain, I don't know if it, like maybe subscribers is one of your goals, but reaching a certain type of content or quality of content in the near future. And that takes a lot of work and mm. it should be seen as the same as, for example, if you're studying for a degree. If you do that, I think most people can really succeed in this creative industry. Mm. You see, a lot, of, a lot of the metrics that we use to equate to success involves numbers, right? Yes. But what about things that are intangible? Like, are you actually happy? Are you actually fulfilled? Mm. Because okay, you're on screen, you have million followers. So what? But yeah, are you so actually what, right? happy, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I think that is also a huge issue. Though. I mean, you see, there's so many people that are, that have made it, but mm -hmm. like what snacks and mm -hmm. they do drugs and all that bullshit, <laughs> right? Yeah. So right. that is also another uh, mm -hmm. thing that a lot of these people don't really get mm -hmm. because 
okay you can reach success but you know if you're not happy it doesn't <laughs> seem like success to me yeah yeah and okay uh, next I just want to talk about you are okay Eric's younger than me and like I respect the amount of work and effort that he put in into making who you who you are today and I think the way we work compared to most of the people in our peers I'm not throwing shit but like it's it's <laughs> technically a fact at times right mm-hmm. how do you um like be very resilient when you know shit happens because I'm sure there's so much shit that can happen how to be resilient yeah. when shit happens <laughs> yeah, like especially okay like for example like there are more and more people like us coming out every day okay? that's true people that's behind the so cameras true. they are all the same like us as well mm-hmm. but the more supply we have and then we are gonna mix up with all the older people that has already been in the industry mm. and then there will be so much supply and then that's where the <laughs> all the bullshit will come you yes, know yes. that's where the competition actually comes more than collaboration right mm, yes, then how yes. do we actually be resilient mm-hmm. when that time comes because people like us especially when we are youngsters we are not as um, experienced and mature yes, in that sense I agree yeah. I agree yes yeah. totally um, how to be resilient but first thing is if you don't experience like failures in terms of resilience you won't learn from it and to me I have been through a few how to say like uh, challenges shit. in yeah shit like basically <laughs> in terms of like resilience that I had to learn and you had to learn the hard way I believe that if you're in this industry if you're in life in general you have to get slapped in the face with something really bad for you to learn from it if it's money relationship anything you really just gotta go through it before you can kind of like learn oh so that's why mm-hmm. so people tell me that oh okay I guess they did they yeah, did you tell me better. so <laughs> you learn better through failure you learn better through proper experience <laughs> yeah but um, like for example like how you say there's a lot of uh, like newcomers that are coming into the industry and for like us older people I mean I'm <laughs> we're, we're not like, oh, like, there are way more experienced people compared to us yeah, now. Yeah. we are still considered new yes exactly but when there's newcomers I mean there will be like you will see, for example, in terms of like content creation, I'll use it through my experience, right? Like for example, TikTok and Instagram, like Instagram is like the OG where the influencers, creators were, right? And suddenly now TikTok comes up, right? And what is they were vying too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And suddenly all these TikTok creators, like like out of nowhere, like millions of followers, like how? And like then, you are. Like, <laughs> kind of, uh, but, but uh, let me get into that later. But, but then again, I was from Instagram and I transitioned and I'll get, get into that later right. also. But like when things like this happen, there will be a lot of like self-discipline in it because like you see people doing all these things and then you kind of feel like, oh my God, why don't I just do this? This mm-hmm. is so simple. I've been doing Instagram all this while and I'm putting so much effort into YouTube, all these things. I put so much money into this, but they just shoot their face for 15 seconds. They get millions of views. Dance a bit. Dance, <laughs> dance a bit. And that things happen, those things happen, right? But you need I feel like what's really important is you adapt uh, adaptability is super important but it comes with the context of you need to know where your values are and what your what you are going for and that has to be properly like locked in hopefully very early in your creative career because if you know generally where you want to go like nothing can really deviate from you if you're discipline love yeah. all these things but that really matters especially in an ever-changing era maybe next year there's another TikTok TikTok 2.0 mm. what's gonna happen then you mm. wanna join in that and lose all your previous work I don't think we should do that mm. I think we should always stick to at least 
a certain idea and what you really preach for, for per se, right? And just keep that and adapt to it slowly. You should never, I mean, I feel this is a big problem in this era also is that people compare themselves with everyone, which is honestly really sad. Um, I have actually a group of TikTokers, we call ourselves Clickbait. All right, I think around 2018 year end, I was already kind of like, I knew about TikTok because when Vine happened. Yeah, it's Vine, yeah, Because yeah. <laughs> like when Vine happened, I was actually, I really wanted to get in it. But the problem was- Were I, you at the, towards the late boom? Like yes, late I only realized about Vine late. And when I started creating, I had a Samsung. And if you guys didn't know, back then Vine, Damn sad. So I joined this uh, seven sex vid, seven seconds vid. Sorry, that sounded really wrong, right? <laughs> seven second vid app. <sighs> <sighs> what has happened to this podcast? <laughs> but yeah, so I joined this and I started making content there, but I realized like nothing really happened. And by the end of the day, Vine shut down. Yep. <sighs> but unfortunately. It, unfortunately, right? So I guess somehow I transitioned to Instagram. But when that happened, when I realized this TikTok thing came up, um, I was in it or, or at least absorbing it around 2018 and during 2019 I probably got into it and slowly through then I created this community called Clickbait we're actually a group of I think I can probably say that we are more of the like um, first batch TikTokers kind of thing mm-hmm. and and like it was really interesting to kind of learn from them and create with them together and we even had like meetups and fan meets too which was quite crazy honestly for mm-hmm. uh, I mean I really didn't think TikTok would amount to a lot Correct. but I was so wrong. I was so, so wrong, right? But um, when I look at this, because I'm on Instagram, I mean, I know Mark, I know like Jen and all these, right? And then at the same time, I know all the big creators on TikTok. And I am, I'm so grateful to be at this kind of position because there's so many things you can learn. Like you see this, you see comparison every day and it's very sad, but at the same time, you learn from it. You can see people like, like for example, um, again, I'm not gonna throw names, but I'll just explain briefly. Like for example, the Instagrammers will be like, remember at the start of TikTok, what Instagrammers said, TikTok, what yeah. is that? What? Who would join TikTok and stuff like that? Mm. And see what's happening now, Instagrammers? Mm. What happened? Uh? Why is everyone on TikTok now? Everyone moved D. <laughs> yeah, what happened? Uh? And vice versa for the TikTokers, right? Um, this shit will happen again when yeah. there's some there's a new yeah, social exactly. media that pops out. Like, don't hate on it. Just join it and mm. see what can happen. I mean, I guess that kind of happened to me. <laughs> and honestly, I'm Did, were you one of those who hated TikTok at the start no, as well? I loved it. I just I was just late to get into it because like I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And I kid you not, my first few TikTok videos were just my IG stories because I really didn't know what to post. But I realized what I could do on TikTok slowly la, And slowly TikTok kind of like got me into it, and I realized. Um, I had like, how to say, I had a little bit of an advantage because I knew video making, right? And it was very helpful in terms of creating like proper content on TikTok, if mm-hmm. that's a word. I don't know what's considered proper, proper content on TikTok, but at least I knew how to make videos, lah, right? At least you don't do the yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying I'm the best TikToker <laughs> here, lah, but at least I knew how to make videos and it really helped. But yeah, like comparison, this, this really, um, like TikTokers will look at Instagrammers and how to say, uh, they see them as like the OGs kind and all these things. But what they don't realize is the amount of like, um, the power they have to do, the amount of like uh, influence these TikTokers have is exponentially more than Instagrammers at a certain point. Mm. Like, like hands down, there are some influ- sorry, there are some TikTokers right now that we have in Malaysia that their audience is hands down the whole world like international and the world knows them and they have a community within the world and if I'm honest I don't see that that much even in the few biggest like Instagrammers that we have on Malaysia Mm. and that speaks wonders why not just take that and like 
just masuk lah mm. or hate on TikTok jangan lah anyone can create content <laughs> but you gotta see what you can do lah of course true, true. Mm. I mean I'm not like a huge TikTok user lah I think I realized it was I was wasting so much time on it scrolling the <laughs> for you page right because it's so it's quick content right yes, and yes. it keeps you hooked it does it does as long as it can possibly until you snap yourself out of it lah until right? if yeah. you do if you do <laughs> and for, yeah, sometimes you don't right? it's, it's until you realize oh it's one hour already yeah that's that's the TikTok loophole right yeah. there <laughs> so we are both a dropout yes okay I think this is a particular topic that I really think a lot of people don't realize. Mm-hmm. We don't really have anything to fall back to. Yes, yes? I agree. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I think I'm speaking for myself, mm-hmm. but I work so hard that it reaches to burnout over and over and over again. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you have that experiences as well? Like you work, fuck, I need to do this because if not, how am I going to put food on the table or some shit? Yes, I... I had a lot of these actually. Um, what was your worst? My that w- when I talk about it, it was the first thing that popped in your mind. <laughs> the worst, uh, Okay, let me properly get one in. Well, okay, I think for me, right? Because, um, uh, yeah, I ha- one of the worst ones was when I tried my best to juggle these two jobs at the same time, and. I never understood that was it was properly it was actually impossible but I literally just took it because you know when opportunity strikes you take it right Correct. and I was that type of person when I was um, especially when you first get into the industry you see opportunity you take it you make sure you do the best out of it so that you can do something more you can grow and get better lah but I guess sometimes we got to learn that you can't take too much lah so there was this one time I I had this uh what's it called I had to create a a film for Sunway mm-hmm. and it was like mid- Sunway again Sunway again yeah <laughs> it was Sunway wait uh, Sunway Lagoon uh, Nice of Fright hey mm, Nice yeah. of Fright oh I love Nice of Fright but um, I had to create that but at the same time I had one of uh, the greatest show things where I had a performance that I had to choreograph and direct and at the same time kind of, I was that oh it was, was, oh, it was simultaneously yes it time. was at the same time because both opportunities came almost at the same time mm-hmm. and yeah and one thing that I was really bad at back then is um, how to say I was an I was a one man show. I yep. really didn't know how to like delegate, delegate mm-hmm. yeah, work. And I was like, in terms of the video, yeah, I was the editor. I shot it. I did everything, color grading everything. And at the same time, I had to direct this, uh, create the show. I was a dancer too, and I had to be the PR guy to talk to clients. And that's super tiring. Like I think uh, creators can all agree on that, right? Yeah. And. Um, I just that's re- your egoistic part that yeah, you want to do everything yeah. and you don't want to delegate Ego. it to people right exactly and yeah. that's something we all have to learn uh. and and this experience really taught me a lot because uh, like, I was editing until like 5am <sighs> trying to finish this video but at the same time I woke up early morning the next day we had to meet up choreograph uh, I had to direct make sure this piece was good they wanted two drafts before the real performance and we had to like record the drafts and, and we had to put in new 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 things because they had so much like requests uh, right oh, you- yeah clients ma, I mean clients <laughs> and, and both sides just literally both were messaging me at the same time while doing another thing and and by the end of the day were you I also studying at this point? yeah uh, <laughs> that's the part he left out yeah that's probably one of the reasons I left out too uh, yeah but um, yeah and then I reached a point I, I remember really clearly it was around 5 yeah basically 5.30ish in the morning and I was editing the video was kind of almost no no it wasn't even done it was 70% done and clients just sent me another message about the performance and I was and after that I just 
broke down, dude. I could not, like, I could not handle anything at that moment. And I just decided to, you know what? I'll crash the night. Like, I'll just <laughs> KO, wake up, reevaluate what I'm doing and just see what's the best possible outcome. La. And yeah, but but one thing I learned for sure is that sometimes it's, it's really like, um, you, it's just you that's making the things hard for yourself. There really is a lot of solutions to your problems, but you just gotta like, know what it is and you'll only know this through experience and a few uh, of these like breakdowns are probably yeah, yeah, correct, correct. <laughs> but um it's great they're the you, best teachers lah. yeah you just have to learn from your mistakes and if you just keep doing that you're gonna be the best version of you already man that's mm. that's just a fact is I it feel. me or this mic keeps going down <laughs> yeah it, yeah yeah it, it does it does like, like, like. can but so yeah. it wasn't just me lah. it was actually going down slow motion okay. you know when we work so hard put the burnout aside but like we are so committed into it that at times we don't really take care of our relationships per se with friends family or your significant other um, and there's always this thing when people um, they glorify this and say oh it's, oh it's lonely at the top so it's fine if you don't have mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all this I right get you, I get so you. like w- would you agree that when we are so into the things that we do we tend to not care about our relationship not not care but like it's not our priority I would agree because I was one of them and oh. I, I, I would say that I'm still learning we are so similar yeah, <laughs> I, I have to 100% agree and if I'm blatantly honest like even right now I'm still learning this because um, there's a question I like to ask people actually it's um, I I just use this question back then I used it as an icebreaker but I would ask people um, arrange these five things according to importance so it's yourself career your family friends lover and I would tell them to give me the answer straight away like mm. without thinking and if you want to change it you can tell me afterwards but then the you first have, one is the yeah, important the, one yeah because if you tell me afterwards there's also a difference in that Correct. and the I, one you think already the first one is your yeah, true self yeah, yeah it's your true one and then it's the what you want afterwards and, and I, I did this a lot back then at the start it was just for a conversation starter but slowly I use it to kind of like understand people a bit more and and with friends right this really helps by the way if you really ask your friends these five questions you can kind of see like where you guys sometimes will fight about and stuff like that I had one problem with my friend resolved just because I asked him this question and literally it was so obvious I put career second oh um, I put myself first and career second which is quite ironic because hmm. I think it's a little bit of a lie yeah like especially back then I really put career top one often often times yeah. career first often often but you need to reach a point where you're kind of like you know what you need to focus on happiness right and that's like a breaking point or breakthrough point right but generally I feel like for me at least I've always been in this career first mode because opportunity doesn't comes and goes man you really gotta like strike when it when it's there you have to take it yes exactly if not someone else can take it right? yeah exactly and that's often what we think though mm, mm. but exactly. sometimes it's not it's not true sometimes they will come again because it yeah. depends on how you do the work it, right I agree, like I agree. some some works um, people just like your style mm. not because you're convenient is because it's you. Yes, but I that's agree. often things that the people just forget. Yes, right? yes, like, oh, yes. shit! They come to me. I have to take it. Exactly. Like, oh, they come to me. I can't do it now. But they'll come back later. Yeah. They don't think it that way. Yeah. We we <sighs> should always think of it like a little bit further too. Like there's mm. always a reason why. Even if you cancel a job right now, there might be a better opportunity. Or there there's always a reason in the future what's gonna happen next class. So we should always think about that so we don't get so kind of like defeated when we don't take something. That's something I also had to learn. It's similar to like what we said earlier about the. 
supply mm-hmm. that helps contributes to this yeah, shit as well, yes, right? Yes, yes. I agree, <laughs> oh, I agree. fuck, man. Yeah, but coming back to the whole relationship thing, um, yes, man, because like, uh, at least for me, especially when I first started or got into this, the first few uh, months or uh, the first two years of me getting into this industry, I was 100%, this was my priority. Like, this is something, like, this is hard to get and I'm so lucky to get into this and I have to just make the best out of it like milk everything out of it as I can and then by the end of the day make it into what I foresee it to be my value for but like it comes with a lot of consequences of course you really like I had like um, in general I feel like even for me um, like my closest friends I back then I wouldn't really even how to say First, it's like I don't have time to talk to them. But the other context of it is um, when you get into this so much, it comes to a point where you can't relate to them that much anymore. And that's when things get not... It, it just kind of fucks up a little bit. Because mm-hmm. like one of my best friends, um, he used to be in Sunway too. And I only had him to kind of get back to or like whenever I was down or, or like... I mean, I've been through, honestly, depression because of this too. And depression isn't a joke. It's a real thing. If you really have it, please speak out. And I, I feel... Help. Yeah, yeah. Mental health is very important, guys. And so I, I could only rely on this guy to kind of like share things with and share my problems with, right? But what I never realized is like he never understood because he's never been through what I've been through. So whatever I said to him was kind of like, like uh, it was just surface level to him. He didn't get the real meaning I was explaining. And it felt super, super depressing because the only guy that I could talk to and he can't really relate to me kind of mm-hmm. thing. And it was really sad, but, and it's slowly kind of like, it's like a, the butterfly effect, man. Slowly, day by day, worse things will happen because you kind of like, if you focus more on career, of course you're going to neglect everything else. Like not just relationship, by the way, like like everything else. Health. Will, health too, health too. Like, yes. Health is, I think that is, that would be number two after relationship. Health, mental health at the same time, if you put that together, yes, 100, 100%. It comes with consequences. La, and, mm. and our prob- Everything is a trade-off. La. Everything's a trade-off mm. and it really comes down to how you balance it and that's something really you'll learn. La. You really got to learn and make sure you don't make that's the That's where the maturity again. comes from. La. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. And, but yeah, but I feel like um, there comes consequences in terms of relationship. But if you, I really think it's just comes back to priority by the end of the day. Like mm. if you prioritize your career, I get it, man. I've been through that too. Like Correct. we do that. Sometimes we do it now too, but it's okay. Sometimes you see things bigger than other people. Like if you're going hardcore in your career now for a few months and your friend's like, hey, why you never come lah? I got this party all, got this eh. We're yeah. going to travel and all, Like bro. this now. Yeah, so like this forget now, me yeah, no, what, what type of brother are you? <laughs> I mean, the thing is like, these things will hurt when especially your brothers or your closest friends tell you this. But I think we should always realize that what we see is different from what they see. From, they, from what they see, maybe it's just you're trying to like uh, do some jobs, get some money only. But what you see is way bigger potential you see yourself being so much bigger than your your true potential and you want to reach that and if I'm honest right selfish to be selfless you really gotta focus on yourself before you can help others and I for me at least I'm trying to like learn this properly right now but if your friends really can't how to say by the end of the day understand what you're trying to do by the end of the day they still don't want to get you I feel you have to somehow cut them off but if they're a true friend they will understand you I believe at least correct and that's just how I it's, see it's, it. I, I often use this concept where, you know when you are in the plane, right? And then if shit happens, mm-hmm. the the safety message is always put the oxygen mask on yourself first. Yeah, then the yeah kids, exactly. Then exactly. everyone under your care. Yeah. So it's similar to whatever else that we do in our life. Like we have to take care of ourselves first mm-hmm. to be able to take care of other people. 100%. Yeah, and right. that, 
and that is something that most people don't see that what we're doing now that we mm-hmm. are being selfish is because so that we can serve them better in the future mm-hmm. I totally agree man quite unfortunate yeah. Oh, well. I even like this this question I even had to ask uh, Gary V when he was in Malaysia that mm-hmm. time and like like it was so like revelate revelating is that the word revelating it's a revelation <laughs> revelation yeah like, yeah like yeah but like by the end of the day we just gotta know how to like balance selfish and selfless and sometimes it is better to be selfish first because you know in the future you can be way more selfless to your friends mm. and people have to understand this if mm. you don't Please lah, understand us a bit lah, bro. We we trying lah, bro. We all human, eh? Correct, correct. We are all here trying to do something yeah, for ourselves lah. We're all trying to survive. Well, <laughs> no lah. We are 40 minutes in. Yep. 50. It's it's been a actually this has been a great huh? yeah well when you when you talk with your friends and when it's good right time flies yeah man yeah man yeah. exactly and this space uh, all is amazing they have been nice enough to allow us to film here and it looks damn amazing. All similar, is to amazing. Them, similar to the name always <laughs> yes, amazing yes. Right? Um, before we end the podcast right we're just gonna bring it back up because we think the topic has went down a bit talking about all your hardships and all alright alright let's talk about um, you soon in the near future how do you measure success how do I measure success I think the simplest way I want to put it and what I um, see myself as successful is if I can just wake up and do whatever I want and I know that my true purpose is really serving myself and my community at least and everything else will be it depends on how big I can build myself in the future I just want to wake up knowing I am at my truest potential I can give the truest amount of real things that I want to give to this world and create what really matters to me and share it to the world. Mm. I still want to tell stories when I'm older and stuff like that and I just want to make sure that these things are aligned because like one thing how I see life is like life is damn long lah bro like we're gonna die probably like 70, 80, 90 if we're all healthy lah of course right and uh, natural 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 uh, <laughs> natural they, yeah, what, what do they call that lah? natural selection Where no uh Fuck, forgot. Which one? Uh, natural. It's naturals. Like you, you don't die of accident and all. Mm. Uh, it's naturally. Oh, naturally, you, naturally you, you go lah. Huh? Yeah, naturally yeah. you go lah. Right. That just took two yeah. minutes out of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Sometimes we grammar a bit stuck. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. Well. But but yeah. Um, from how I see it, I just because I feel like at least for now, I am really not even close to where I want to be. But mm. I'm on my journey to getting there and that's really all that matters to me right now because I mean if you look at least I'm like I'm 21 right and if I look at myself until like 30 I have I have like 9 years to achieve whatever I want until I'm 30 and if I look back at what I've been doing honestly it's been great Mm. like as per what Gary V said on the day um, he said that don't judge yourself by the daily judge yourself in the yearly Mm. and I feel that should be even looked upon like even further judge yourself in 10 years man like 20 years like if you see yourself for example a lot of people want to open companies they want to have uh, have a loving family and stuff like that right? you, of course you got, you got to see it further and you're not going to judge yourself like today nothing happened and you're like shit I didn't succeed in uh, building a company I wasn't productive I wasn't productive I'm a failure yeah like you can't do that I mean life is a lifelong journey yeah. if you fail for it's a marathon what, yeah it's a marathon it's yeah. not a sprint it's a marathon right and if you fail for the 
like for example right until 30 if i feel the next two years and i learn from it and i rebound back and for the next five years i just sapu kau kau and i get to where i want Correct. that's still success mm. and that's how we should properly like evaluate life like it's long man it, whatever happens now and generally even if like for example people that are going through depression and stuff like that life is very long and you really need to just get through it and everything that you learn before that will really help you in the future I feel mm. yeah that's success and not and as expected when I wrote this question right mm-hmm. when we talk about success to creators right it's oftentimes it's intangible stuff intangible stuff yeah things that you can't see your fulfillment mm-hmm. but now what's the dream What's the tangible stuff that you the want? The tangible stuff. Um, for me... To big car, acting, movies on Netflix. Well, well, um, the thing is, Aziz, there's actually some... Um, okay, I will try my best to make sure I don't expose this because um, I have something that's been happening okay. that I would love to share with you, but... Um, it's fine. No, yeah, no. I really can't, I really can't, yeah. but... Um, um, it's a stepping stone for me to reach where I really want to be like, per se, like, and I'm really grateful for it and whoever knows knows but if you don't know you'll know this year very soon okay. And but one of my tangible dreams is um, really to become an actor but uh, have uh, okay most tangible one have a movie on Netflix okay that's like straight up I want I will achieve this before 30 it's not like what I will I mm. like I really set that down for myself so already it's not if but when it's not if but when yeah, yeah. exactly and we got to set goals like that man that's when you gotta hit it it's not like I want shoot for the moon landing the stars you know? yeah exactly so I want to have a show on Netflix that's for sure I want to create a company that also creates uh, content that properly how to say um, you know how like influencers nowadays like are like I feel the word influencer has lost the real meaning of influencing per se like KOL's influencers and I want to create a company that can properly, how to say, curate actual influencers that can properly influence the world in right ways, not just the way... Actually educated. Actually educated, like, yes, in the near future. Yeah, that's one thing. I want to create a company that can curate that. And if there's another tangible dream, I'd say it's... I mean, my first passion when it comes to, like, my life is really traveling, bro. Mm. So I just want to travel, like, travel the whole world. But wake up in Greece dinner in Dubai yeah exactly sure. I want to be able to travel the world and just work there and I live I can live a life around the world I don't want to I don't want to live a life only in one country mm. like I love Malaysia but I'm just saying that I really want to travel and experience every country and just the world is there for you to explore man Correct. if you're gonna die just being in a few countries before what are you doing that's mm. just how I see it lah. Mm. so yeah those three awesome. things yeah. but before we end uh, yeah. just want, we were just gonna do some quick fire questions alright and then yeah. we, then that's the end of the podcast alright 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 name me three brands that you would love to work with three brands that I would love to work with ooh wow love it okay Samsung don't say Sun, Sun, don't say Sunway <laughs> again uh. please don't say Sunway again <laughs> Okay, wait, wait, let me, let me, okay, here we go. Tesla. Okay. Tesla. I would love to work with Tesla. I, I want to create some content for them and I can imagine it. Tesla. Um, hmm, Tesla. Actually, <laughs> I wanted to say a, a travel company, but I can't really put my hands down BD? on which one. But Des- Beautiful sorry? Destinations, that's one. Oh, Beautiful Destinations. Mm. I mean, Sam Colder started from there. So. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Yeah. It started from Beautiful Destinations. Yeah. Jacob, Jacob, and Sim Colder, they started in Beautiful Destinations. All right. Okay. Together okay. with the brothers. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I didn't know that. All right. And then, okay. Uh, last company. Um. Ah, oh, damn. Okay. Last company I would love to work with would be Netflix. Mm, okay. That, that's considered it, right? Okay. <laughs> yes. a, a movie and the their Nila basically. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. That exactly. was the that was the intangible dream that you had earlier. Yes. Also. Mm. Yeah. Cool. All right. Name me three local individuals that more people should discover. That more people should discover. Can I say you? Honestly, <laughs> I want like legit. No, Max. Kenala. Kenala. <laughs> okay, Kenala. Okay, you can say me. It's fine, but no, I need really, man. Like, I need three more names. <laughs> three more. Kenala. No problem. I mean, you. I, I want to say you first. Like, dude, I've seen you since like. Have I met you like three years ago? Was it? I think so. Yeah. Back when I was in Sanwila. Yeah, bro. Mm. I. I mean, I. I. I've Rebu. Yes, because I've, we were I've under the KOL, Red Bull KOL That's stuff. Why. Yeah. I've known him since Red Bull and like since then. Ryan, you, shout yes, out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And since then, you didn't have, even have a company yet, right? No. And like to see you like growing until this and shooting good vibes and all these like great things, dude. Like you inspire me, man. And I gotta be honest, I'm not trying to sound cheesy, but thanks, you really man. do, man. Like 100%. And thanks for inviting me. Like uh, no worries. Hands down, dude. Like me, we've, we've been him. friends. <laughs> we've been friends so long, like. Honestly, the first few episodes you were supposed to be on it as well, <laughs> but like, I, I, like we had things going on. I yeah. think I think when we uh, agreed, you were supposed to go to the states for Coachella. Yes, last year. Eh, no, earlier this year. Uh, no, yeah. I'm sorry. It's 2021 now. Yeah, 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 earlier last, last year. year. But like when you said that, I had to like move things around and yeah. decided to not invite you. But yeah, yeah, yeah. you are the first guest for this season, so. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. All right. Three All more right. names. Three more names. Uh, local ones. Okay. Local. Local. Alex DBH has great music. I okay. Think. I think everyone should should really um, follow Alex DBH. Um, Please wait. don't say that one name, uh. <laughs> you're, um, you're close friends with him. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's okay. I'll say someone else then. <laughs> okay. Uh, We're assholes here. <laughs> Alright, um, <laughs> right, right. uh, some I think Jen is still doing oh, a okay. really, really yep. good job in the in her influencer scene. She's also inspiring me so so much. Mm-hmm. She's she has her own company now and yep. her content is changing the industry la. like I mean we can just agree on that, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Jen for sure. Like, it's not it's not empty comedy, like mm. it's comedy but like there's value and input in it yeah. that people actually understand. You can actually and see the effort correct, she puts into correct. it. It's, it's not, not like a, stupid stuff. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Like kudos to you Jen. You inspire me. And last one I'd say uh, if let's say no that because you already gave three names essentially oh, right technically right yeah. yeah sure let's pass that one mm-hmm. uh, okay last one three words to describe yourself and who do you see you will be in 10 years purposeful mm-hmm. um, content 100% that's what I have to be and um uh, last one would be hmm one more yeah extraordinary awesome I see myself like that yes awesome. in 10 years in 10 years Eric, with the amount of work and effort that you put in right now I'm mm-hmm. not surprised that <laughs> that's who you'll be in 10 years yeah. I'm not even going to be surprised if it's going to happen in 5 years Whoa. the yeah. amount of work that you put in so much respect for you dude hey thanks man, yeah, man. Eric in the future if you see this I hope you get to where you want to be <laughs> If in the future you come back to this, uh, 
just to mm. see and just to like reflect. Yo, you would, fucking cry, dude. Yeah, bro. <laughs> that that could happen, man. 100%, man. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen. Really, True. you never know, never know. True. Well, 100%. Thank you so much. No, thank you for coming. Man. Thank yeah. you for inviting. It's been amazing. It's long due. I think out of many of our guests in our list, you're one of the highest that we wanted to bring on board. Really appreciate it, man. Been there for so long. Um, is there Thanks. anything that you wanna? Where, where can they find you? Oh, okay. Um, well, if you wanna find me on Instagram, it's uh, Eric Lofsted. If you wanna find me on TikTok, it is Lofsted Dude. And I don't recommend you go to TikTok. Go to Instagram first, then go to TikTok. <laughs> Is there a reason why? <laughs> no, no reason at all. On TikTok, he's a bit ratchet. And, um, <laughs> on my YouTube, it's uh, just my full name, Eric Lalofsted, if you want to check out my content there. And yeah, do I get to say some last words or something? Go, go ahead. Well, um, I guess to any aspiring creator or anyone that is looking to become creatives per se, my word of advice would be to really, if you really want this, then you you need to really understand that you want this and you have to just commit to it and put in the real work not the bullshit work that you think you say you put in but the real work the real research the real effort to learn how to make videos how to shoot even if you want to be front or back or anything it is you just need to put in like all the effort into it and you need to know that it doesn't come easy and when shit gets hard man that's when you need to really get going. That's when you're tested. Yeah, that's when you're tested. Just keep going. If you really have a dream, it really can be achieved if you do it properly and you see tangible goals. And I hope everyone can reach their dreams in this. Awesome, awesome. Thank you. Thanks for coming. Thank you so much. I hope everyone that has has been listening or watching this can get a great takeaway from whatever you've spoken of. It's been so amazing too. to have you. And I think, well... If you have any, if you guys have any questions to Eric, can leave them down below. Maybe you can stop by our YouTube channel and, All right. and yeah, you know. For sure, and for sure. Any questions? Yeah. Just down there. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming, and Thanks for so the much, rest man. of you, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Yeah. It's me again I hope you guys had a great time listening to the podcast Because we at the Inspirium team We all had a great bomb time with our guests For those of you on Spotify Please don't forget to follow us And for those of you on YouTube Don't forget to subscribe to us Because we have so much content Gonna roll out in the upcoming weeks I'll see you guys again in the next episode